0: Coming.
1: Pass is picked off. He's going to go looking again, and it's picked off by Stephon Gilmore, down on the right sideline. Into the end
0: zone, and he's picked off. Back the other way.
1: Why does Dave owe you money?
0: Because yet again, he makes a preseason bet. Yet again, he loses it to me.
1: What's the preseason bet you got? The Jags
0: were not going to... He said the Jags would win five games or fewer. I said they'd win more than five. Coming into the weekend, Jags had five wins and they proceeded to beat the Cowboys and get to six wins. So Dave owes me £10. Along yeah. with the £20, He doesn't pay me from the uh, the Browns not making past the divisional round last year.
1: Is this just an airing of grievances against Dave now? He's not on the podcast. No, I just want
0: to start off by just reminding everyone that... He owes me money. Okay. And Dave, if you're listening, I'm
1: keeping tabs. And the well, we don't trust your receipts because the receipts you keep are actually I didn't say receipts, I said tab. So tab. okay, all right. <laughs> you're running a tab. No, Dave's running a tab with you. That's he is. Yeah, he's, he's he's
0: he's down thirty big ones with me now. Yeah. He's not. He's not. Uh, if he's not kind of watching his things. He might get the boys sitting around so the heavy's over. You know.
1: I don't recall backing him on his five wins or less. No, you didn't. You stayed out of it. No, no, but I like. I think I would have probably you, expressed you an opinion. Was, was my yeah. yeah? You thought you agreed with me? Six wins or more is smart for that Jags team.
0: Yeah, he just thought the Jags were trash and going to be completely trash some more. But that's because he thought.
1: doesn't really watch American football. <laughs> does he? He sits there and puts a Falcons game on, and then and sticks then the, the second half of Red play. Zone on, and then that's his American football viewing. And then he hears what the around the NFL podcast say and goes, "Oh, I believe that too." <laughs>
0: I refuse to be taken in and draw more comments upon that because I would say that I agree with you massively but also I don't want to upset Dave too much (laughs) because I've got to make sure he's around to pay my money
1: (laughs) keep him sweet so you can get your treat give me my money that was one of the best finishes to a game in a long time we'll talk about what was one of the best finishes of all time in a minute but the Jags Dallas game. game oh Thank you, Jacksonville. Thank you so much. I mean, I'm I'm sure also
0: not only for the fact that it means the Eagles have got, they've won the division,
1: but the pretty division, much not yet. Not quite not okay. not got the sign up, but not far but...
0: away. Pretty much guarantees a number one seed in the grand scheme of things. Pretty much,
1: it should do.
0: Should do. So again, pretty much, and uh, also meant that you didn't have to look at Richard Graves's little pop up on the morning.
1: Well, that was always a blessing. Yeah, that's the probably the biggest one of the lot. Yeah, I can't remember if I gave him any crap, actually. Because normally, I'm reasonably nice to Rich about these things. Like, I don't send him too much grief. But I would imagine, after that, I sent him something. Uh, yeah, he did send me a message back saying, I haven't enjoyed today's football.
0: <laughs> which Well, that's a shame, because I think everyone else did. Although, again, it wasn't exactly a weekend full of wonderful games across the board was it
1: oh it was kind of great last week you think
0: there was a few standout games without okay question, vikings
1: Colts was incredible that was madness put some respect on kirk cousins for that you can shut your mouth now before
0: i come over because you said that wasn't
1: prime time uh, no you said that was prime time sorry
0: it was prime time
1: yeah that's a big win in a big spot then
0: that's not really a big win.
1: It's a pretty big win for the Vikings. Comeback
0: win, good for them, but they should never have been down the that, greatest, first, that far in the first place. Greatest so.
1: comeback, biggest comeback of all time in Colts the NFL. Colts trash. So, we all so know the Colts are trash. That's a big... Oh, what, the Colts record,
0: Oli? they won seven games? No, they've not even won half the games, have they? Oh, that's just, right, sorry. Sorry, just I, I forgot I forgot, I forgot. forgot we're talking about the 07 Patriots here. They've gone undefeated and signed the Vikings, come back again. Oh, sorry, sorry, I forgot about that, sorry.
1: sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying, you you're 33 points down, you come back and win. Albeit in overtime, get it done in the regular, yeah, regular time. And but also, week, that's but... the
0: other team just literally shitting the bed. Yeah,
1: Matt Ryan. That's been all that is this week. Well, Nick Foles coming in.
0: He's lost the he's he's lost the two biggest leads in the regular season and in the Super Bowl. Now, I'm not trying to say it's all about Matt Ryan, but it it's starting look to look great. a little bit like <laughs> correlation, maybe causation here.
1: I don't think you can actually, you can't genuinely do that.
0: No, I know you can't because there's also a defense to play. There's also special teams to play. There's running backs, to receivers. There's well, there's to
1: coaching. Out. There's play calls. I mean, Matt Ryan, that game may cost him any chance of a Hall of Fame. Because I think if you're if you're Matt Ryan, you've got the numbers that you've got. You've got this, the length of career that you've got. You've got an MVP. People would say that could be worth a Hall of Fame bust at some point, further down the line, maybe. But if you you throw a great Super Bowl loss on it only, that's still okay because that's a, well, he got them to the Super Bowl and he lost to Tom Brady, the King of Kings, the goat, the goat, blah, blah, blah. hate that phrase. Mm -hmm. But if you're then the guy that holds the biggest comeback loss, in Super Bowl history and the biggest comeback loss in the regular season when you're playing badly this year as well. Maybe it's not his fault playing badly because the O-line hasn't supported him at all. Running game has been a bit trash. You look at the coaching. I've got a stat for that one. When you, you, br- you bring in Jeff Saturday, who's a coach with no coaching experience. There's a lot of asterisks to go next to it. But the line. Hey, it worked for AFC Richmond. But the line. A coach with no experience in the sport. Oh, come on, Jazz. <laughs> You're better than that. You're better I'm watching
0: that. Ted Lasso again, so I'm just
1: really enjoying it. That's all. Um. Yeah, you have those two defeats on your name, and suddenly those are very two very big be- two defeats that will go into Canton. Let's face it; there will be memorabilia from both of those games in the Hall of Fame. And then you'll have that guy's bus. There's always a
0: chance that they may be surpassed or usurped.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's, I mean, records are are always
0: there to be broken and beaten. So there's not guarantees that that will always stand. Just going quick on the stat on the running game. Jonathan Taylor has averaged 13 points per game in fantasy this year, which is the lowest total for a consensus number one pick since LaShawn McCoy
1: in 2014. I don't know if I like that or not. That's well, I'm just, just telling you, there's a stat. Fancy now,
0: stats. going back to the Hall of Fame thing, well, just show the lack of production he's had compared to the year before. Yeah, if you give him his production last year, I think the Colts are not runaway winners in that division, but they pushed the Titans all the way. Do you think Philip Rivers gets in the Hall of Fame? I, if you say yes, Matt Ryan by default has to be in as well because he has more credibility to do so
1: and and rivers is when everybody talks about ryan being the difficult one i think rivers is the more difficult one yet without question yeah people seem to be higher on rivers being in the hall of fame than matt ryan
0: yeah i don't get that because of these because, of these because these two been Super Bowl. yeah but still but i uh, well, can't say the second one <laughs> yeah yeah me, for yeah. sure
1: but you know what i mean but i think that but i think that will be something that people will you know 28-3 to to, is going to but... hurt him this is a Maybe good show right to there. not have Dave on, by the way, because we're going to have to reference that Super Bowl loss quite a few times during this. So Maybe that's why he invited his family over so he can avoid us talking about it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I want to spend time at Christmas. I want to spend time at Christmas watching the American football that's coming up on the 24th, 25th, and 26th.
0: You know, this is also really funny. I don't tend to miss many. I've missed more shows this year than I have any other year, in fairness. Mm-hmm. But I try to make sure I make my time for it. Family coming, that's cool. I'm, I'm busy between these two hours. You can tell yourself I'll be back in a bit.
1: But you don't want no, to fire yeah. on any shots at Dave, but I'm just gonna wait five minutes <laughs> and try a different one. Okay. And I'll unload them all. <laughs> like yeah. a spaz shotgun. Yeah. Um Yes. Yeah, I don't know about I don't know
0: about Rivers. I don't know either. That's the that's a real good that's the reason why I was gonna ask you that, because if you're gonna talk about Matt Ryan in the Hall of Fame, you have to also quantify it based on certain people. And we we're talking about last week about Stafford getting a ring that would really cement his candidacy to do so. But again, with Stafford, although he has won a ring now, does it mean that every ring-bearing quarterback should be in the Hall of Fame? Well, should every
1: two-ring-bearing quarterback be in the Hall of Fame?
0: Well, Eli and Big Ben will definitely be both be there. No. Let's face facts. There's no way... I know, I
1: know they will end up being. I just don't think at least one of them should be. But this is this is why, and after the World Cup final, I have... Uh, maybe sent messages out to fellow people in the sports journalism industry lambasting them when they've put pictures up being like Messi undoubtedly the goat now greatest of all time it's like this doesn't make him the greatest of all-, all time like Dan Marino is considered one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time didn't need a ring to do it just was Dan Marino if Lionel Messi well, you know, doesn't just win- had
0: like every significant passing record of all time
1: but yeah so if Lionel Messi got if Lionel Messi doesn't win this World Cup this year he's still the greatest of all time arguably him winning the World Cup doesn't change that because it's a team accolade yes he played very well in it but you can still have debates about whether he's the best footballer to play for Argentina let alone yeah to I be mean the greatest uh, when he time. wins
0: when he wins three World Cups then talk to him about it Pele won three World Cups so up yours
1: well, this is what I mean. There's so many, like, what do you yeah, think deserves whatever. So all of this greatest of all, greatest of all time discussion is complete baloney. Like, for instance, people will still say Aaron Rodgers, greatest quarterback of all time. Well, I thought Brady was the go. No, but Rodgers is the best thrower of all time. So, but he's only got one ring. So is he better than Brady? Yes, no. Some people think yes, and we don't know. It, it all comes down to, like, dumb opinions. The best
0: thrower of all time is also weak and hard to really quantify because you can even argue that Brett Favre had a better arm than Aaron Rodgers.
1: Maybe. Or do you say Patrick Mahomes is the best throw of all time because of the individual different ways he's able or to make throws? does Josh
0: Allen have the best arm of all time because he can throw it a, a million miles away?
1: Yeah, but he still throws it too often to other people by accident, so maybe still not. Still got a good arm on him. Yeah, w- yeah, but like... Yeah, if you're playing it's... on
0: Madden, if you're playing Madden 08, he has the rocket arm a little graphic underneath him
1: okay (laughs) you haven't played madden in a while i guess
0: oh no i'm just referencing madden 08 because that's the the first game they had where they had the little thing underneath the icons or whatever yeah like the, the light bulb for clever or the the whirlwind for a finesse pass rusher
1: a bull for a bull rusher brick wall for a linebacker OJ had a weird one on that game in the Hall of Fame game. It's like he had a jail cell. It was like a get-out-of-free jail card or something. I don't know. I was
0: about to say a, a glove and a gun is what I thought you were going to say.
1: But, um, but, yeah, so I, Stafford over Rivers, because Stafford was arguably cool. the difference maker in that Rams team and was arguably the reason they won the Super Bowl. Like, you'll say Cooper Cup and everything, but Cup was their... The year before and two years before when Jared Goff went to a Super Bowl and didn't win it, Stafford came into that team and first year won that team a Super Bowl.
0: The thing with the Goff issue, though, I think the reason why they lost that game was because Todd Gurley got injured that year later on in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, Todd Gurley's injury didn't help, of course. But they had no the run Jared game. Go- they had barely any run game the year Stafford was there and won it.
0: No, I know. I'm not trying to argue that. My, my issue is, my my, my, issue, my point is that that Rams team got to where they were based on the ridiculously potent running offense and passing attack that came out of Todd Gurley. So when they lost that, Jared Goff wasn't mature enough to be able to dissect the defense as he would need to because he didn't have the the player behind him who was taking up so much attention. So I'm not trying to say, I'm not trying in any way dismiss what Stafford did, but Goff got there and Goff, although he's playing very well recently, is clearly nowhere near as good a quarterback as Stafford is.
1: Well, but this is what I mean of though, Matt Stafford
0: what's the point I'm trying to make that was the most biggest waffle I've ever made in my life
1: but the point I'm trying to make here Jazz is that Stafford is more deserving of Rivers because Stafford has had the longevity of a career of Rivers and he's won a Super Bowl he's had numbers and now he went and won a Super Bowl and it wasn't like he played a Trent Dilfer role in winning a Super Bowl or a Brad Johnson role in winning a Super Bowl he went there and he helped and was a huge part of the reason why that team won a Super Bowl. You can argue Von Miller, obviously the defense with Aaron Donald, Ramsey, everything like that. OBJ coming in at the right time. Yes. But Stafford at the end of the day was the key element in the most key position on an American football field, arguably. So Stafford goes into a Hall of Fame over Rivers. But then
0: just quick, right to that one, just before we carry on, sorry, is that you just said there about Lionel Messi and having a World Cup and that makes him the greatest of all time. Are we not saying the exact same, or are we not saying the exact opposite then if we think that someone who has a ring is more deserving of a Hall of Fame spot than someone who's not?
1: Because hoisted it's a team sport, hoisted on my own petard here. It's uh. Team
0: sport, isn't it, Ollie? It's not an individual sport. It's That's not true. But... It's not a Olympic shooting. It's not skiing Not but... fencing.
1: So would you say Philip Rivers is a better quarterback than Matt Stafford? Say that again. Is Rivers a better quarterback than Stafford, do you think?
0: That comes down to personal preference, I think. Both of them can sling it. Both of them are intelligent players. Both of them are tough. You could argue
1: that Rivers doesn't have the metal in playoff time because he went to the playoffs numerous times and didn't do anything. Stafford went to the playoffs with an average Lions team and almost beat the Cowboys and was denied a victory against the Cowboys in the playoffs for the Lions by a terrible call on uh, on PI, I think it was on Calvin Johnson. And then, and I think that was the year that there was also the Des Bryant Green Bay catch the week after. Yeah, it was his bum in
0: or was a bum out?
1: No, no, the diving for the line. Had he completed the catch and made a dive for the line, or had he then? Not oh, okay, completed different the catch. one. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. Okay. The thing with that. But Stafford went to the playoffs, had the metal to do it, and was also like a great slinger, like Rivers. But also, it's the team support, isn't it? If you give Philip Rivers Megatron, what happens then? I okay. So, do you think Matt Ryan should have these defeats, the Super Bowl, and now this? Thirty nine, thirty six. After being thirty three points up, should these affect his push for a Hall of Fame spot?
0: No, because it's two games. But they will. He's been he's been playing since two thousand eight. So let's say he's been so that's what fourteen years. And so he's been playing fourteen years. He's playing, been, been playing. Let's play. Say he's just just played sixteen games a year without. Let's take the playoffs out of it. So that. Is two ten two hundred twenty four 224 games. That's less than one percent of his games. You're going to judge him on can't really do that. You look at the body of work, not over two specific things. But people will, much like Joe, but again, Joe Flacco, that's another example, won a ring, had three wonderful games in the playoffs in one year, and apart from that, has been so so. Flacco was a That'd
1: really you... solid QB, and then yeah, went that's got so, worse that, that's than solid. Solid, so-so. Yeah.
0: That's, so he's not he's not Hall of Fame QB worthy, but if you were to judge him on those three games, then maybe you think, oh, no, he's really good. It's like this.
1: But no, that's three games. It's a very small snapshot of his career. I just think if you have so... two records like that, they are going to end up standing against you, whether you want them to or not. And if you go into the Hall of Fame, people will still bring them up as you're still the guy that blew the two of the biggest, most discussed leads in the NFL.
0: But then, again, it comes back to every single... That means that Julio Jones shouldn't go in the Hall of Fame because he was part of that team as well. Julio did his job. He made the catches. I mean, Matt Ryan did most of his job apart from poor play calling by Carl Shanahan in that fucking game. Yeah. I still stand by that. If If they'd not been aggressive and thrown it and run it taken a yard and hit a field goal it's different then 31 is too far to come back from because the Pats needed every single second of that game to come back to it
1: four touchdowns 460 yards through the air is there going to be anything nice said about Kirk Cousins's performance in the second half of that game
0: not a single bit from me fair enough if you wish to feel free use as many superlatives as you like I am not interested one bit.
1: KJ Osborne's legit. He's looking really good in the back end of this he season. He is looking good. Yeah, he's got very good. Um,
0: JJ, of course, always looking good.
1: I think that's a big win for the Vikings as well. Not, in, receiver. Oh, not I mean in terms of not just in terms of not just in terms of like the deficit they came back from, but so many people were doubting the Vikings anyway. And I still am because you've never got down thirty-three nothing to the for Colts. For sure, for sure. But the fact that you can, you've shown to your team that you can rally back from that. Yeah, it's not a great team that you're playing. It's a disastrous position you've put yourself in. But surely you're never going to find yourself in a bigger hole than you found yourself in that game. we you'd like to think not. I'm
0: sure they'd like to think they're never going to be more than twenty points down in a game they were thirty three nil down against the lowly
1: Colts, I just think you know when Hannah said the other week to us it's good to lose a couple of games in November, yeah, I think that's kinda of, that game still is like one of those games. You've come out you with a win, but you've also had a big wake up call, or it should be a wake up call,
0: maybe. I don't know.
1: I don't don't just don't trust them. Yeah, they're a hard one to put your finger on. Um I just we also, can't go on. Well, I was gonna say you you were questioning how good the games were last week. So we had that. Then uh-huh. that same night we had Baltimore Cleveland. That was a that was terrible news. Yeah. But we also had the Miami Dolphins Bills game, which was I was in bed and sleep. Awesome. Awesome game of football. And I have not even watch the highlights of it. To finish it off in the snow with a field goal like it was fun to get. Too many people have been too high on the on the Dolphins. What was the final score in that game? I didn't even look. 32-29.
0: Oh, okay, that's a pretty good score. I, I only looked at the fact that I got my plus seven point five of the Dolphins correct. That's all I looked at. <laughs> fair enough. Woke up, oh, it's good. The Dolphins were close enough. Priorities. One, I, I didn't even know. I didn't even know until you just told me there that the Bills had won.
1: Wow. Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Do you watch American football anymore, Jess?
0: I watch it. I watch where I can. But I mean, I've got to be honest with you. My life is a bit more busy than it used to be. So I've got a bit less brain power
1: put towards it. How many times have I told you? You put your phone on the dashboard or in the little holder you've got. And as you're driving. I'm not driving
0: watching Red Zone. (laughs) I'm not doing that. That's how I die.
1: Fine, fine. Please don't drive while watching There's so red many zone. idiots on the well, motorways i all mean of the, the opinions are not of verge magazine by the way though <laughs> yeah.
0: they the, not the last I did the one week before that i had to slam on my brakes to complete stopping from 70 miles an hour suddenly for no reason and almost went to the back of the car in front of me even though i gave them a pocket of space because i thought oh they're slowing down oh no they're stopping completely it wasn't like i had a chance to do that so if i'm watching red zone at the same time oh well my car is dead
1: Mm.
0: and the true. car I would have gone into was a very new Tesla which also would have been dead
1: so my insurance company probably wouldn't have been very happy about that pretty sad pandas yeah anyway but that was a great game um, we had the Chiefs-Texans that was a good game that was yep. that was really fun to watch especially with why... the 14s, plus 14 spread that was great I don't know why the Texans are suddenly deciding to play some really good games of football Do against good teams in the NFL because
0: they're old state alternating their QBs
1: don't like it.
0: Well, it's fucking working.
1: I do not like it. Um, in fairness, I haven't seen the highlights of that. I only caught the bits of red zone that I had on yeah, between it's, the it's Eagles game. Davis Webb.
0: Davis Webb. Davis Mills. David Mills. Mills. Davis Mills. D- David Mills? Yeah. David yeah. Mills. You're saying Davis or David? I so thought it's Davis. I, I, I'm just, just checking. Yeah, good. Um, and then Jeff Driscoll coming in in relief.
1: It makes no sense to me, but yeah. it seems to be effective. Davis Mills. I had to check myself on that. I didn't like having to check myself. Yeah, I was just—I yeah. wasn't sure either. Um, yeah, the like Jaguars, Jaguars, Cowboys game—the finish that on that wonderful. with Dak throwing the that was a great game. I mean, how the Cowboys let that slip? Was a seventeen point lead? Is well, I was going to ask this question to you. Cowboys almost fucked it against the Texans. They screwed the pooch against the jags is this you know there's that meme of cowboys fans that circle thinking, yeah. yeah yeah win a it's... few games go in the playoffs gonna win it lose all, badly
0: bottle it. we them boys we're unhappy win some games no it says we some games we them boys go to the playoffs lose we're trash we're trash win a couple of games we don't yeah that's yeah it. are we at that are they not that good I just don't think most of the NFC East teams are very good, aside outside of the Eagles. To be quite honest,
1: they all seem a bit lopsided. Now, granted, Michael Cowboys Parsons for the last month though have been on a until the game against the Texans and this week, Cowboys have been on a really good tear of. Nope, lost put, the Packers. Put in away.
0: Don't tell me that shit. Don't tell me that. I lost my bet in the last minute, in overtime because they couldn't put the Packers away. The lowly Packers. They let them come back from 14 points up to beat them in overtime.
1: Don't tell me that shit, Wilson. But they beat the Lions, who are one of the informed teams in the NFL right now. They beat the Bears. You should beat the Bears, but they beat them handily. Yeah, they lost to the Packers in overtime, but they beat the Vikings. They beat the Giants and the Colts and the Texans. So which of those teams are any good? I'm not saying that the teams are good but you lose one in seven there and some very good performances thrown into there. I don't know man. I just don't think this Cowboys team that I've been really worried the last few weeks that this Cowboys team has like been turning up a bit more.
0: Nope. Nah. Not happening. (laughs) I think they're overhyped. Like the Giants is schedule. They're It's very flattering to them. Same with the Commies. Very flattering to them. You put those teams in different divisions, they have very different records. Put those teams in NFC
1: West, that's a different record completely. I I tell you, if Garner Minshew beats the Dallas Cowboys this week... I think he will. If Garner Minshew beats the Dallas Cowboys, I'm way less worried about them. If he beats the Cowboys, the handlebars
0: gonna come back on the moustache.
1: Yeah. Why wouldn't you do it? Minchu Mania, yeah, that will be the picture for Richard Graves on on uh, Christmas Day morning. <laughs> <laughs> like that. The thing with the thing
0: with Minchu is that I honestly believe he had a hard ride of it in Jacksonville, and he's a far better player than he's given credit for. And he's frisky, he's mobile. So as in terms of a replacement for Jalen Hurts, kind of works, yeah he's not a bad replacement in terms of not like for like in terms of speed but not a bad replacement in the fact that he's also a bit more a bit more pocket passer experience we well
1: say. it's weird i was about to say at the beginning of this season if you'd said who's got the better arm and accuracy out of 100 said Minshew. Yeah, yeah definitely of course you would and now i'm like and then uh... from a
0: point of view of playing the cowboys the cowboys run offense run running offense sorry hasn't been quite as potent as it maybe should be if you base it on paper of Zeke and Tony Pollard. I'm glad to see Tony Pollard's getting a lot more carriage, which is what he should have always been getting the last few years anyway. And then that stacks up relatively poorly against the, i oh, sorry, relatively well, sorry, against the Eagles run defense which has been struggling. But then from their past defense point of view... They've only the had less Eagles than 150 really
1: yards on the ground once in the last... No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm eight, saying that so,
0: it matches up well because the Eagles' run defense isn't very good at the minute. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. So the Eagle, the Cowboys should be able to run relatively well, but they'll struggle to pass because the Eagles secondary has been so good and the pass rush has
1: been really good. Yeah, that pass rush is so...
0: So I don't so see naughty. how the Dallas offense can generate enough points to keep a Minshew mania offense from having a good chance of staying in if not winning the game.
1: I think, I think this is more of a test of sirianni how much does he change it with Minshu in or has he got a guy that can run the same plays albeit not as well perhaps but can still yep. run the same style of offense how does his system work with somebody else that isn't hurts in that system or is it a system that is built for him and kind of only him like the arizona concept with kingsbury and kyle murray that was meant to be great because yep. if you can run that with a similarly mobile quarterback, nowhere near as strong, not as fast, I'm sure, Minshew, but nippy enough to be able to make a 10-yard run when he's got the same sort of space that Hurts has been given on a couple of occasions. Yeah. If you've got that, and if your defense is good enough to be able to go out and be what that defense has been at all, I mean, it's... They're so good. at. I mean, with Fields last week for Philadelphia, they got it perfectly in you don't attack the quarterback, you collapse the pocket. If you start going for the player, that's when he starts to step out and run around and give himself space. And Fields was doing that a little bit early on. And then it was like, no, with a four-man rush, you go one, two, three, four, as you come around, almost like a square box, and then just bring all the sides in at once. that's how you get to the quarterback and get these sacks it's been it's been incredible I agree
0: and that's the thing with it, that's why I've just changed my podcast bit based on our conversation right there
1: yeah
0: yep yes I have and in fairness I've picked pretty much the same games across both
1: apart from two differences on this new one I mean, this could be the week that the Eagles get their four guys with double-digit sacks on the line.
0: I think it probably will be.
1: So I I honestly think that it will be a case of the Eagles will win that game. I'm convinced the Eagles are going to win. Then last week, we had a walk-off touchdown for the Lions to beat the Jets, Mm -hmm. which keeps them going. And we're still talking about the Lions. They're on a six-game win streak? Yeah, seven and no six and one or they seven were one and seven. One
0: and seven and now they're wherever they are.
1: Yeah. 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 Seven and seven. I mean they're hopefully gonna get into the playoffs.
0: I'd like to see them in the playoffs. I think they're nice and frisky. And the um that young group of players is really starting to come out of the shell and play well. And the Jets are of course are a good team, so they beat a decent team in a difficult game. Mm. So it's a good thing for their morale and also the experience of trying to play a tight game so yeah that again that was a good game the the Bengals Bucks game I'd only watched the first half of that I'm oh, sorry I only watched the first half and a bit I watched until the Bengals started to just destroy the Bucks yeah uh, it was that was, was tired. crazy embarrassing so then in that sense does Tom Brady not get into Hall of Fame because he's done that
1: well, no, because I think the excessive. No, but that's the same
0: thing, though, isn't it? Same it's argument. It's not the
1: same thing or the same, same argument. argument, mate. That wasn't a record NFL record.
0: What about when he didn't know which down it was and he thought it was third down when it was fourth down, or when fourth down You're making a lot of good downs?
1: points, and I've always said Manning's better than Brady. So, well, there you go. That was that was weird, though, to watch Brady. I watched the whole of that game because I got Burrow in my, one of my fancy teams as well. So I was irate that going into the half, the Bengals had nothing. Yeah. I was like, what is going on here? Because Brady was on my bench as well. So I was like, "How, how is this going to happen? Brady's going to have 16 points, still be better than Burrow, sat there with almost nothing. And how good the Bengals look? That Bengals D again. But so much I think of it is also on the Buccaneers' inability. Yep. Absolutely. You're fumbling, you're fumbling handoffs. Sports, yeah. Brady's misfiring yeah. throws. like. Step away, Tom. Stay married. Did you see the thing about Gronk as well this week? Saying he feels a bit bored. Doesn't matter, Gronk. That's not going to win the Bucks a Super Bowl. Might do. No. That team is bad. Leonard Fournette is... I know, like, last year it was basically... Hey, he came alive in the
0: playoffs last year. Playoff Lenny, Come on.
1: Not last year, year before, sorry. Two years ago, yeah. So... Damn Lenny. A chance you are far from being playoff Lenny. I mean, if Gronk
0: gets a bit Gronky.
1: No, not a chance.
0: I think it's a safe, not a safe pair of hands, but it's an extra threat they just don't have in this team, even though you've got on paper Evans and Godwin and Julio. It's that extra little threat in the middle. You don't really seem
1: to have as much well. Brady and Evans have looked out of sync for the last couple of weeks whenever I've seen them. Um, Godwin's had his injury problems this year. Julio is not Julio. I know he had what well, that one touchdown against the uh, Ravens earlier this year where he looked a bit... What was it? No, it was in the Germany game, I think, against Seattle. Yes. He had a TD where he looked a bit more like Julio, but like not. Yeah, I... Age comes for us all. Yeah, I think it's got him, to be honest. I think we're going to have yeah. Brady in a booth. I think it's better that way. I think this Bucks team needs to get Bruce Arians back at the helm and needs to restart once again. You went all in, you got in Super Bowl. I do
0: think since he stepped down as head coach, that's been a huge loss. Not that I'm trying to have a go at Todd Bowles, because I think Todd Bowles is a great coach. I think he's a great defensive coordinator. I just think as a head coach, you need someone who's got that little bit more fire, maybe that little bit more nous in terms of even things like game management.
1: Yeah, I no, think, I think Arians is the perfect figurehead for a football franchise. Mm-hmm. Command's respect... Knows how to delegate. Knows what he's good at and what he needs other people to be better at for him. At this point in his career, yeah. like, not every young coach or like first time coach is going to be a Sean McVay. And um, Todd Bowles probably needs more time, maybe in the role like, and everything. Todd like Bowles that. isn't
0: a young coach that's not had to go around ready though. No, like no. That. But I just
1: mean in general because everybody in the NFL is looking for like the next Sean McVay and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So rather than sticking Bruce Arians in a front office job with the Buccaneers. I'm surprised, like, I mean, the Colts are crying out loud. Give Arians a ton of money. Don't bring in Jeff Saturday or whatever. Go and get somebody who's actually an NFL head coach. I mean, he's a bit part player anyway, Saturday. He's only holding the fort at the moment.
0: Yeah, I mean, um, the only way he would have got hired full-time is if the Colts won every last one of their games. Yeah. And they haven't, and they've just given up the largest lead in regular season history. No, no, Matt so, Ryan gave that up. Oh, sorry, yeah, sorry, Matty Ice is the fault there. That's why BDN's going back in at the weekend, eh?
1: Yeah, Nick Foles coming back in.
0: It's funny, isn't it, that when Saturday came in, he said, well, I'm putting Matt Ryan back as a starter, and they won a game, I believe. Won the the game. Won the
1: first game, yeah.
0: Yeah, and it's all got crap again, and now he's going back to Nick Foles. Yeah. got to feel sorry a little bit for Nick Foles, because, of course, the only reason why he probably went to the Colts was to try and work with Frank Reich again
1: and then and the QB whisper
0: got, got removed
1: so that Bengals game the bucks throw away a big lead Bengals come back destroy them Bengals look amazing Burrow looks awesome getting protection um You see that thing with Gio Bernard as well?
0: No, I didn't I saw you put something up about something like that but I don't know what you were talking about.
1: Uh basically Gio Bernard messed up on a, a punt didn't realize it was a fake punt or something like that during the game. I can't remember what the play was now. But it's quite a pivotal turning point of like giving possession back over to the Bengals and um, and Bernard was trying to leave the locker room after the game, like he got showered off and everything like that. He's got he's in his clothes, he's walking out, and these two reporters like try to talk to him, and they're like, "Hey, look, just because we haven't spoken to you all season, you've been injured. Like you were part of the biggest game of play. We want to ask you questions." And it was a really weird way to approach somebody. And he, Bernard wasn't doing anything wrong like he's been stood there getting changed like it takes a while for them to get changed and stuff there aren't many that are like super speedy and just straight out and um and yeah for these like interviewers to be having a go at him for oh, I'm just getting off and leaving and they try and corner him and he's like and he kind of says look I'm just gonna go and see my family like and they're like, yeah, but there's no need to be like this. Like, just because we haven't spoken to you all year. You've been injured. You've done nothing that has warranted us talking to you. Now we want to talk to you. It's like Oh, fuck off, Jonas. Weird way to do it. So I understand Gio Bernard. And he's he then did the interview, stood there and was just like, Yeah, I messed up. Was it a lack of communication or I just messed up? He just kept saying that. I messed up. It was me. I messed up. It was on me. I messed up to every question that they asked about it. And then they they got a bit arsey with their questioning and repeating the same questions, looking for like a better line. But you've already dug yourself into a hole of you're not going to get a decent line from him because you've been really rude to him as a as a person. Uh-huh. So Giovanni's like an experienced veteran. From what it looks like in the video, he's actually like a pretty well spoken guy. Like he keeps his uh-huh. cool in that situation. He gives them the line that he wants. They continue to act shitty. And he's like, look, I fucked up. Just let me leave. I'm out. But the trouble is, is that I also know that there are so many players in those NFL locker rooms that can be really shitty. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: That there's a little bit of me that slightly understands and sympathizes for the journalists. Because sometimes the players don't treat you like... Like a lot of people have been saying... Uh, Gio Bernard, um, I can't believe they treat him like that. He's a human being. How dare you treat him like that? All this kind of stuff. But the same way, journalists do have a job to go in there. That's why they go into those locker rooms. And there are some players that treat journalists with a lot of contempt for no reason. Bernard had a reason to treat them with contempt in that point. And he actually didn't, not as much as he should have. But there are that do. And so I kind of sympathize with the journalists to some extent of, I bet you've had to deal with some arsehole people like down in Tampa, or I bet you've had to deal with it in the past in these situations. And you've unfortunately not been able to act as an individual kind of basis to this moment, which looks crappy on them. But as I say, there are, there are bad people on both sides of the line, so everyone having a go at the journalists should also just remember that there are a lot of journalists that do go into those locker rooms trying to be as pleasant as they can, and players are like, "Fuck you, I ain't talking" and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. the Justin Tucker one that I, Justin Tucker one that I had was actually a relatively nice interaction because he was just very blunt. Was like, "Look, I've, my mum said if I've got nothing good to say, I don't say anything at all." Yeah, and I'm like, "Okay." I understand that. And you're pissed off. No worries. I'll give you a personal space. That to me seems like a pretty like good interaction. Yeah. But when somebody just goes, no, or something like that, like doesn't even explain themselves. like, I just can't be fucking bothered with you. Even though you're trying to do your job, I've just done my job and I want out. Like then it becomes on the player's fault for being a rude asshole in those moments. And those moments happen a lot in the locker room as well. Not every player. And lots of players like go up to a podium and do the podium thing instead of the locker room thing. And that means that they're a bit more personable because they know they're going up to a podium. It's a bit more like me versus you, the way it's set up because you've got people Mm -hmm. sat and stood around a podium. There's a bit more of a divide to that. Whereas you approach players in a locker room, there's a bit more personal intimacy because you're seeing them with like all their fucking bags and their stuff that they've brought for the weekend with them or they're naked. (laughs) <laughs> you know, it's it's a different kind of situation. It's slightly different. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I just... The, the journalists are wrong in this one, but let's just remember that there's sometimes players can be assholes too. But you just don't
0: hear about it as much. Working like a true journalist, that one. Well,
1: that's the thing. You don't hear about a player being rude to a journalist because most journalists wouldn't ever bring that up. Because it just happens so much. Whereas journalists yeah. being rude to players equally is unacceptable, but it happens because they're also filming their own camera. And then some idiot puts it on Twitter and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Just pretty douchey in the end. But that was a great game. And then we had Mac Jones getting smashed through the floor of Allegiant Stadium by Chandler Jones.
0: Can I just ask what the
1: hell was going on there well why 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 were they even considering a lateral at that point? Just go to overtime it's not why aren't you go to overtime It's not a design play it's one hundred percent not the design of the play
0: oh compl- uh, yeah obviously, but then why would anyone think, oh let's try and win the game now are they going to overtime it's because, a tie game
1: because Stevenson has had enough of a rush on that that he's suddenly like. Ooh, maybe we can make something. And he laterals first, which is uh, yeah. dumb, but isn't that dumb. Because you've run a draw play expecting only a couple of yards. Suddenly you're 25 yards down the field, bit of open space. Maybe you think you've got somebody over. You're like, oh, might be able to work this. But because he's done that, it's like half of the other Patriots have gone, oh, we're doing this, are we? Even though there's been no call for it, which then yeah. leads to the cross field... Lateral to Mac Jones and Chandler Jones is just stood there and then buries him. Yeah, it really absolutely does. buries him. I've not seen somebody get pushed down like that in a long time.
0: Yeah, it's pretty, uh, it's a pretty good handoff. That was the Derek Henry
1: handoff from the playoffs a couple of years ago.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. i give you that.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, Henry had the guy off his feet as he as he handed him off going down the sideline. The, the Josh Norman one, you mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: that was quite a... That was quite the handoff, wasn't it?
1: Whereas, but I like Chandler Jones's one a little bit more because rather than knocking Mac Jones off his feet, it's like he put Mac Jones into the ground and then kept pushing him down for a second, almost like a, and you stay down <laughs> and then takes it into the end zone. I thought that was awesome.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. I was just, I just, yeah. I when
1: I saw the um the replay of it, I was like,
0: "What are they doing? Why would you do that?"
1: The goat, Jazz, is that the goat of all finishes to a game? No, goat, kinda. what's the goat? Um, Super Bowl forty three. San Antonio Holmes
0: calling the end zone.
1: That's not the. Best. I mean, it's really good. No. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, that catch is unbelievable. And then that's also remembering that Larry Fitzgerald had a
0: the break touchdown the center, with like yeah.
1: one minute and ten seconds left to go. The post play so, for a touchdown that was
0: too quick. split the fucking safeties perfectly. Yeah, that's
1: an underrated Super Bowl.
0: I think it's one of the best. It has two of the best, but well, has the best Super Bowl play of all time in it the Philly Special. No, that was in... No, 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 no. no. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Go wash your mouth out. Go wash your mouth guess. out. No. 99-yard interception return for a touchdown before halftime when Larry Fitzgerald tackles him onto himself so he gets over the line. Mm. And he has to push um,
1: Deshay Townsend out the way because he's in the way. Why is that Super Bowl overlooked so much?
0: I don't know, actually.
1: It's kind of lost in the ether of Super Bowls. And we've well, had I some think... great ones recently. Obviously, like the Russell Wilson finale finish. I mean, you could argue that was the best finish to one because that was so unexpected. That was probably more surprising and dramatic. Yeah, Whereas I think the, the reason Steelers why was the more
0: Steelers one more forgotten is because the year before you had the Giants beat the undefeated Patriots, mm. and then the year after you had the Saints have their miracle not miracle, have their victory against Peyton Manning. That was a big thing for all of New Orleans and Louisiana after Hurricane Katrina. And the one after the Packers beat the Steelers. So I think a lot of that comes down to that, to be honest. Why? Why would those diminish? Because the Super Bowls around them had better narratives. I don't know. And the one before this, so you had 06, you had Peyton Manning winning his first Super Bowl. The year after, you had Eli beating them the defeated Patriots. Then you have the Steelers game against the Cardinals. Good, Very good game. Then you had the Saints winning for New Orleans. So you had Rogers winning his first Super Bowl. Then you had Manning beating Brady again. And then you had Ray Lewis retiring. And then you had the Legion of Boom.
1: Yeah, they're probably more sellable. Then you aren't have they? the Malcolm Butler play. So if Warner and then you Fitzgerald, have the murder ball
0: for the Broncos
1: Panthers. If Warner and the Fitzgerald of all win time. that, then that probably
0: if if we elevate it more if if, if Roethlisberger
1: to Holmes is Warner to Fitzgerald that goes down in NFL history in more. law better, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think it comes back down a little bit just down to the fact that this is going to sound really home fan kind of feeling in terms of Steelers. The Steelers are just a very good historical franchise that tend to do well. And so when they do well, it's not as big of a fanfare. Like if the Lions win the Super Bowl, that's going down for, forever. Yeah, yeah. But well, you deny the the Steelers win their well, sixth. So. Okay, they win their sixth.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, You also had the Titans-Chargers game as well that finished with that amazing Justin Herbert throw down the sideline to Mike Williams that set up the game-winning field goal uh, for the Chargers to win. And that opens Mm -hmm. up then the uh, AFC South as well because the Jags now are only a game back. They are. They are indeed. And Tennessee don't look good at all at the moment. They don't
0: look great. And they're only a three-point favourite against the Texans. And I can see the Texans beating the Titans this weekend.
1: Let's get in some bets then, Jazzy. Talk to me what you've because you've changed it already during this podcast. So
0: I've talked myself into this one. I've talked myself into this one because I've got a whole bunch of extra money to use, which you haven't even mentioned the fact that I won my bet last week. So. Oh, I was
1: gonna have some applause or something. Oh no, I've got a victory song for you here. Oh no. No, it doesn't work. Oh well. So on I'll tell you
0: where the overlap on my other bet was, just out for shits and gigs. I've oh, taken the Jaguars Jazz? to beat the
1: Jets. You're a winner, Jazz. You're a winner last week on the bets. Tell me, how much did you win? I
0: I, I won five hundred and fifty-seven pounds.
1: Off a ten pounds I mean. rather than a one pound. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. yeah. you bet, went on a five hundred to one d- acca, but you know still.
0: Yeah. Well, no, if we did that, I don't know how you even get to that point with NFL, apart from going to. Like six or going to like eight, nine or ten games.
1: Yeah, I mean we've got close in them, but yeah, congratulations, Jazz! I'll give you another round Thank of applause you, on that. I can't even hear that, so I'll just take it and I'll listen back to it later. So I
0: have this week taken the Thursday night football game, so tonight's game. So you're not I've winning. Taking the Jaguars to beat the Jets because I don't trust Zach Wilson whatsoever, and Trevor Lawrence is looking like he might be putting something together. Nope. So. Jags to beat the Jets.
1: Still out on Trevor Lawrence. Still not buying this hype train. That's fine. You can take Dave's
0: Kool-Aid as much as you like. You're wrong. And then I've got the Bengals to beat the Patriots by more than three points. Because I don't see how the Patriots can keep up with the Bengals whatsoever. The Lions to beat the Panthers. The Seahawks to keep it within 10 against the Chiefs. Because we saw what the Texans did to the Chiefs. The Seahawks also got offense that could work quite well for that point. The 49ers to beat the Commanders by more than a touchdown. I don't see how the 49ers don't. Sorry, I don't see how the 49ers concede enough points for that not to be. For aroused, them not to have,
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: To be honest, because they are first in every statistical category that matters on defense, they're first. And they were, the commies' offense is not exactly like in the League of Light. And my final one of the lot, Ollie, is the one that I talked myself into the Eagles to beat the Cowboys. And that gives me a total of 73 to 1. Which is far stuff. better than my 23 to 1 that I had in my
1: Very well played, Jess. Well, I actually started off my bet. First one I put in, Eagles to beat the Cowboys. This was mm. before Garner Minshew was even announced. I was like, yep. I'm backing them. It means they'll lose, but like sod it.
0: Oh, that's a shame because you're now backing them at worse odds as well.
1: Yeah. Because yeah. they're
0: lengthened since then.
1: Yeah. I got thirty nine to twenty.
0: Oh, well, that's, well, that's pretty sure what i got. got. Uh,
1: so I've got that. I've got the Lions to beat the Panthers. That's what i got. I've got the Vikings to beat the Giants. The Niners yeah. to beat the Commies. The Bengals to beat the Patriots. And I'm taking the Texans to beat the Titans. And they get you? 47 to 1. Mm.
0: Yeah, I was tempted by the Vikings on the spread because I don't trust the Giants to score enough. But then after what happened last weekend, I don't want anything to do with the Vikings.
1: Yeah. Dave's ineptitude has obviously meant he hasn't sent a bet through either. Obviously. Yeah. Um,
0: and he was he was two away last weekend. So when we were watching the games, if the... Oh, no. Was he one away in the end? The, did the Eagles cover the spread of nine in the end last week? They didn't, did they? No. No. So the Eagles didn't let them let, let down. So if the Eagles hadn't let them down, it would have meant it was me against him in the Cowboys-Jags game where we, in some situations, we both win. So he had the, no, sorry, in all situations, actually, only I could win or he could win, because he had the Cowboys minus four and a half. So if the Cowboys score a touchdown, it blows me out the water and Dave was going to win. If the Cowboys had a field goal, the Jags win by a field goal, a Jags touchdown, which, of course, is what happened, I won. I ran around and jumped around like... I'm trying to think of a good example, like Rocky does when he wins. No, when Rocky gets to the top of the stairs and Rocky won, you know he gets to the top of that, starts jumping around with his arms in the end Yeah, yeah. I did that for around thirty seconds. Nice. Not only because it's a, a very good little monetary win, it's because we haven't won a bet as a trio, uh, as a trio. Sorry, for far too long now.
1: It's been a, it's been a while. Not sixteen. Nice the monkey off the back. Not sixteen. And one. I won my Thanksgiving three team one, but
0: yeah, it doesn't count. Um, has to be a six-team one to count, according to Wilson. Otherwise, I'd be doing more three-team ones
1: anyway. Well, that's why Dave's ones never count when he went Oh, come, yeah, the, yeah, one yeah. or two-team can go, go stick up his backside.
0: Um, And also, it was nice to see the Cowboys lose to win my bet, considering the last time I was that close to winning a bet,
1: the Cowboys lost to make me lose my bet. So I hadn't really been paying much attention to what you and Dave were saying in the WhatsApp chat kind of was not bothered by it so the last things i noticed was you supporting the cowboys wanting them to win in overtime i you said were i like, want
0: them to have so that's why i didn't get the message you sent to me you have having a you go were, at me i, was like, you were, I want the, jags the last to win.
1: thing the, the th- only thing i saw was you saying just a field goal for dallas needed now and i'm a winner and that yeah. made me think that you'd backed the cowboys to win over the jags and that was going to complete your bet so I sent you a message as soon as that interception went in for a touchdown of me being like, Screw you, how dare you back the Cowboys jazz, you asshole, all this kind of stuff. And then I was like, Oh, the Jags winning all the time. I didn't, I didn't get it.
0: I didn't respond to it because I was like, either you're drunk or you're for some no, reason. No, I just wasn't just paying attention Eagles. to you. And so I was just I, really. I didn't happy know it was, Cowboys but I thought just I'm just got... gonna let that one slide. Yeah. I'll let that one go. <laughs> because clearly you you fucked up somewhere. Yeah, And instead of having a, a massive, not slanging match with really, you, but giving you a the a, a, a stern telling off that you needed, sir, I thought I'd... Um, I just didn't like you backing back the
1: Cowboys in that spot.
0: Hey, all I wanted was three points. I just didn't right. want a touchdown. I just wanted a Cowboys field goal would have been all I needed there to win my bet. Yeah. I cared about the bet. I don't give a crap about the rest of it at that point. You'll give a
1: damn when the Cowboys are in the Super Bowl this year. They won't be. Please, please, God, let that be true.
0: They won't be. What will happen will be this. They'll make the playoffs because at this point it's very difficult to see how they won't get a wild card spot. They'll get so let's say they finish as the fifth seed. They'll Mm -hmm. go against the fourth seed. Who's the fourth seed going to be? Probably Buccaneers. Probably the Bucks. It's going to be NFC South. They'll beat the Bucks. And let's say the Bucks just start to put things together a little bit. You could see the Bucks
1: being very good at
0: beating the Cowboys. Uh you heard it here first? I
1: don't know about that. I also don't like the idea of Philadelphia getting knocked out of the playoffs by the seventh seed Detroit Lions that win their world card game, then take on the number one seed Eagles. No, and... they'll be
0: playing the forty ers No, it depend
1: No the, the, Eagles would have the forty niners would be the second seed. Yeah, yeah Detroit would be the second seed. Yeah.
0: So they'll play the they'll play the Lions.
1: Yeah, so then Detroit wins The win. Lions
0: aren't gonna beat the Forty ers <sighs> I don't know, man. The Lions won't beat the 49 If they finish the sixth seed, yes, I think they could probably beat the um, the Vikings. But I can't see them beating the 49ers. They're on a roll. You can be on a roll all you want. You don't think you beat the 49ers.
1: Also, the Niners have that horrendous problem of everybody getting injured at very important times. They do. I'm waiting for CMC to go down.
0: They do, yeah, as it is an issue.
1: <laughs> I love the they do. Oh yeah, they 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 really do.
0: But then if they don't, then they're the yeah. team you want to avoid in the NFC. Yeah, for sure. To be quite for honest. Sure. I think they're the scariest team. Come playoff football time outside of the Eagles. I think that would be a very good NFC championship match, them and the them and the Eagles. Which is what I would right now, that's why I predict. Well the if, Eagles
1: If 49ers. the Eagles aren't gonna win it i want the bengals i'm all in on them this year
0: i again as a steelers fan i feel terrible saying it but i
1: love watching them play i'd get a joe burrow jersey if they want it
0: i just i just don't know why you do that because if you would have a team you shouldn't have other teams jerseys <laughs> do you have a sheffield united jersey at home or an Inter milan
1: jersey no
0: oh but you do have an eli manning jersey so or a Trent, Brown,
1: oh, that's no, yours. Trent Brown Trent Brown that, Richardson should, that should be yours it needs to be I've got a t-shirt delivered over to you I've got a over t-shirt to you. which is far better than that little piece of crap Maybe it'll be a little um, Christmas gift that comes your way at golf
0: I'm not I'm not going to accept it the passing I've got, over I've, of had, the I've had I've had my thing my you thing have to have the my... jersey for the year Nope yeah my t-shirt got my to myself I've got my t-shirt that's crafted with love You got
1: custom made Custom made